Welcome. This is Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Be sure to log on to our website, www.cato.org, for a full archive of our podcast as well as many other audio offerings. Although President Bush's plan to reform Social Security met with no such success, Cato's co-chairman of the Project on Social Security Choice, Jose Piñera, does not tire of advocating for change. As Chile's Secretary of Labor and Social Security, he was the architect of the country's successful reform of its pension system, instituting private personal accounts available to all Chileans. In today's podcast, he makes the case for similar reforms in the United States and all over the world. After 25 years, how has the private pension system benefited the common Chilean worker? The Chilean private pension system has been a huge success, especially for the common worker. They have had personal accounts for 25 years. The rate of return has been 10% on average above inflation. So you can imagine the power of compound interest when you have a 10% real rate of return. So every Chilean worker is accumulating real capital for old age. And when they reach uh, the retirement age, they will be able to buy an indexed annuity and live their whole life without begging the government for a retirement benefit. So the system has been safe, has given a good rate of return, has been very inexpensive. The administrative costs have gone down to 50 basis points, that is half of 1%, and it's going down with economies of scale. Now, the system has always need, of course, a small adjustment to the development of technology, capital markets, for example, we need more international diversification, but it's clearly consolidated and uh, appreciated by the Chilean workers. And what have been the contributions of the pension system to the larger Chilean economy? Well, there was some uh, analyst that called the Social Security reform, the mother of all reforms that have allowed Chile to double its rate of economic growth and reach the number one position in Latin America in income per capita terms. These results come, first of all, from an increase in savings and investment, obviously because it's a huge system that facilitates uh, to workers both the regular contribution to the personal account and also additional voluntarily ones either to retire before the legal retirement age or to retire with a better benefit. Second, it has created a huge capital market, has improved corporate governance. These pension funds vote in shareholders' meetings and they have to make explicit why they support that or that other policy, always trying to benefit the shareholders that are all the workers of the country. Third, It has improved the working of the labor market because we basically eliminated a tax on labor. The payroll tax is a tax on the use on labor. So at the end of the day, there is a recent study that has said that of the additional 3% increase in the rate of growth of Chile, a third of that has been due to the creation of personal accounts. So this uh, reform has not only benefited enormously the common worker, but also the development of the economy and the stability of a free society. Because when you empower workers, when you make them beneficiaries of the increase of growth, of profits in the economy, workers prefer a free, stable society. And what have you learned in the past 25 years of traveling around the world explaining the Chilean model and converting 28 countries to this system? Well, a lot of things. But the first one is that ideas have enormous power if they are 
well communicated. You see, I do not represent any uh, government or any corporation. I go around the world simply with a very powerful idea that if you have personal retirement accounts, you empower workers, you give them choice about many aspects of their retirement system, and that all these will make life better for people. So it's basically good ideas replacing bad ideas. Second, the more I travel, the more I am convinced that you should aim for a radical reform. I do not like, you see, mixed reform, where you do a little, you do a very partial thing, because you also obtain partial results, and therefore your reform is not so successful and not so stable. I believe in coherence. I believe in trying to replace totally the Bismarckian pay-as-you-go system because it is a big failure. It is a collectivist system. It is unfunded. It is a tax on labor for a system of personal account. And, and finally... I also have learned that, of course, countries are different, and therefore you have to study their political, economic, even cultural situation in order to adapt the transition mechanism and get the support of the population. In every country, I try to go to radio and TV programs and speak to the people directly in very simple, direct terms, but using their own uh, cultural background. You see, trying to quote uh, a Russian poet, uh, an Italian writer, in defense, of course, of freedom and liberty. Have you seen the systems that you've helped implement run into any problems recently? Yes, the case in place is Argentina, clearly. Not because of the system, but because if you have a crazy president who begins to confiscate uh, assets, uh, default on debts, and therefore, of course, that affects also the pension system. You see, the pension system cannot be completely isolated from the overall development of the economy of the country. Now, the good thing is that the pension system makes it more difficult for a demagogue to try to implement bad policies because he is hurting not only the big companies but also the common workers. But there are some demagogues that also hurt the common worker, and I am sure that one day will pay in terms of diminishing electoral support and eventually getting out of government. So Argentina has been a problem, but that is one country out of 28 countries where the system is working, and nowadays there are 120 million workers with personal accounts. And I am still quite a young person, so I hope to convert another 170 countries to this idea and really create a freedom revolution around the world. What are the main lessons for the United States? Well, the United States, you see, this idea advanced enormously until, I would say, 2001. Very simply, you see, on, on September 10, 2001, we had a president, George Bush, who had campaigned on personal accounts, something that is extraordinarily positive. We had a former president, Bill Clinton, that was moving toward personal accounts. He even invited me to speak at the White House Social Security Summit, explaining my idea to the elite of the country. You had the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan, in favor of personal accounts on the record. You had a a liberal senator from New York, Senator Moynihan, accepting uh, to preside on a commission that was going to recommend personal accounts. So everything was going in the right direction. Now, I do believe that September 11, 2001, changed the dynamics of uh, politics and economics in this country and maybe postponed a reform like this for a decade. But I believe that the U.S. will have to explain 
this idea better to the people. Last year, uh, there was a, a proposal to implement personal account, but nobody really was uh, Mr. Social Security in the government. There was not a phase there dedicating every single hour of the day to communicate to the people. You see, you cannot trust that the politician will take this issue because they generally try to minimize uh, risk. And, of course, every new idea has to be explained, and they don't know how it will be received by the people. So a Mr. Social Security should go to the people, should go on TV, should go in the Internet, explain, educate, convince. And I am a big believer that good ideas ultimately triumph over bad ones. So I am cautiously optimistic that in some years when the baby boomers begin to retire and the crisis is there, the seeds planted in the U.S. will blossom and every American will have the possibility of a personal retirement account. Do you think part of the success of the Chilean pension system is owed to the specific institutions in place in that country and that a similar system in the United States would not be as successful? Oh, no, on the contrary. In my country, it was extremely difficult to do this because we didn't have a tradition of an investor class. In Chile, nobody had stocks. While in America, with 401ks, IRAs, almost 50% of Americans know something about capital markets. Second, America has the best, the, the deepest, the most sophisticated capital markets in the world, so you can minimize risk by appropriate indexing uh, strategies, portfolio diversification, and so on. And finally, you see, I believe this is a system that the founding fathers would have liked because it's based on individual freedom, personal responsibility, limited government. So I believe that this is the perfect system for a country like the U.S. I believe that a Bismarck can pay as you go social security system is something that goes contrary to the essence of what is America. And, and therefore, I would believe that a personal account system in the U.S. will work even better than it has done in my country. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.